Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Omicron spreads fast. This we do know. One of the first U.S. cases was a Minnesota man who attended an anime convention in Manhattan. Of the 30 people he went with, 15 of his friends also have COVID-19. That is shocking. People who go to anime conventions have friends? Mm, Unfortunate stereotype. Omicron does spread amazingly fast, but there's still no indication it's something to be scared of. Nope. Um, how about the news that's out that Trump was way sicker with the COVID than, than we were led to believe? And, of course, the lefty media acting like that's a horror that they kept that secret. Uh, just like they did about Ronald Reagan's being shot or Woodrow Wilson's stroke. Or there's all kinds of different examples of them keeping it a secret from our enemies that our president's pretty sick. That's yeah. Not abnormal at all, and I'm I'm all for it. Well, it just it factors into the incredibly unfortunate, and and I mean that because it's it's yielded so many terrible, idiotic policies and news stories that if Trump downplayed COVID to show that you're anti-Trump, you've got to act like your hair is on fire all of the time, including when some seemingly not so bad at all variant comes along. I'm going to piece these things together. First of all, this uh, Ruman Gallego, I don't know his uh, his act, really. He is a Iraq War veteran, former Marine. You're always a Marine. Member of Congress for Arizona, the 7th District. He uh, tweeted out yesterday, to be clear, he's a Hispanic guy. To be clear, my office is not allowed to use Latinx in official communications. When Latino politicos use the term, it's largely to appease white, rich progressives who think that that's the term we use. It is a vicious cycle of confirmation bias. Nice. Well done, Congressman. Hey, NPR. Hispanics don't use Latinx, and you do. Of course, they're speaking to, NPR is speaking to, rich, white progressives. Sure. Yeah. They know their audience. Yeah, as the congressman points out, uh, Latin American or Hispanic are gender neutral already if you're obsessed with that sort of stuff, even though gender in language has nothing to do with gender. And and everybody wishes that a thousand years ago or whatever, when somebody first started describing that Latino, Latina, they hadn't used uh, the word gender. This was printed out yesterday. Um, Ohio State revealed their uh, salaries. They have to. This is all public knowledge. Um they have an army of 132 diversocrats, in quotes. Wow. At an average salary of $77,000 a year, estimated payroll cost every year $13.4 million. 132 people that have titles like these, and I've got them all in front of me. I won't do them all because it would take like an hour. Didn't we do that one time? Something like we that? We did. Yeah, we, we listed a hell of a lot of them. This has got all their names and their salaries, and I won't hit you with every salary, but... Associate Vice President, Office of Institutional Equity, makes almost three hundred grand. The Associate Vice President of Talent and Diversity Leadership makes about three hundred grand. Vice President of Diversity Inclusion makes a quarter of a million dollars. The Associate Vice President, Office of Institutional Equity, makes two twenty. Ah, well, you can't have an equitable institution. The Associate Dean, Diversity, Inclusion, and Outreach, makes one eighty three a year. Director, Office of Institutional Equity, one hundred fifty four. The associate vice provost of diversity and inclusion makes 154 grand a year. 
What do all these people do? Well, and what do they do in contrast to each other? Here's, do they just put out various memos? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, associate Dean, then Director, then Associate Vice Provost, then Associate Dean and Administrative Director, then an Academic Director, then ad, ad Administrative Director, then Program Director of Engineering, Diversity, but in, Inclusion, and Outreach. All these people make between hundred and $150,000 a year. Again, there's 138 of these. Let wow. me go down to the bottom, just for yeah. fun. What makes Scrape the, the bottom of the barrel. These are people that are making only uh, $26,000 a year for the program assistant. And then I'm going to lower the boom. I'm going to make a point that will leave you devastated. You might wet your pants. The program is assistant for diversity and inclusion makes 26k a year. The program assistant, another one. Uh, the fiscal associate for diversity and inclusion makes thirty eight thousand uh, dollars. Academic counselor for diversity and inclusion, diversity inclusion and outreach, which is different than diversity and inclusion, I guess. Oh somehow. yeah, I mean, please, the outreach takes half, half your time. The office. Administrative associate for the Office of Institutional Equity makes forty-four grand. Again, there are a hundred and thirty-two of these, with an average salary of seventy-seven grand, a total of thirteen point four million per year. If you're over the age of what, forty, forty-five, none of these people existed where you went to college. Not a single one of them. And how inclusive was your university? Probably quite, because they tend to be very, very left. So everything was fine before without a single one of these humans. But now there's 132 of them at Ohio State and practically every other college. Oh, I'm reminded. I just clicked around a little bit. I found it. The Random University Job Administration Job Title Generator. <laughs> uh, let's see. So they turn it out. They turn it out. You read it. And then if it's not position, uh, if it's not prestigious enough for you, you click uh, it again. Assistant Provost for Interdepartmental Technology of the Committee on Investor Communications. <laughs> I'm not doing that job. That's a humiliating <laughs> job. Uh, there we go. There it is. Oh, sorry. Sorry it hung up. Oh, error server. Oh, did you take your server and shove it? Well, here's the devastating point I was going to make. And this is true of every bureaucracy, government and, and the quasi-government of uh, universities, is that you nobody ever gives up turf or budget um, turf being responsibility, respect, the rest of it. So what you've done is you've got 138 people or whatever the number is who are uh, in the Department of Vampires. Never mind that vampires don't exist. They will never, ever, ever admit that or raise their hand and say, there's no reason for my job to exist. They have a specific vested interest in growing the fear of vampires. It's how they grow their turf and their budget and the number of people under them and the, their own status and their own salary and the rest of it. So you have a friggin' army of people on college campuses who must, day in and day out, preach the necessity of their positions. And what does that yield? You, well, you see it. You know, and what's hilarious and obvious to me is if you fired, if you completely eliminated 10 of those people, nothing would happen. Every Hispanic student on campus would be forced out at, at the point of the, the horseback riding, uh, uh, reins yielding maniacs of the Border Patrol. If even a single one of those assistant deans was dismissed. And as whoever compiled that list pointed out, you could pay for the in-state tuition for 1,200 students for that amount of money. 
Wow. That's why college is so freaking expensive. You got all those people's salaries you got to pay for. What the hell do they do every day? I mean, honest to God, when they go into work, what are they doing all day every day? Meetings and memos. Meetings and emails. All day long. And various posters they put up around campus. That's just incredible. It's so weird. And will this will this this fat ever be stripped away? Probably not because of the nature of bureaucracies, like I was saying. Yeah. When government becomes the most powerful lobbyist of government, we are doomed. Crazy, man. I just anybody got this job or have a wife or husband who has one of these jobs or a kid? What the hell do they do every day? <laughs> Spend weeks designing a poster to be put up outside the engineering labs. If I come to work and I get there, I roll in at nine. I'm supposed to be there at nine. Here I am at my desk at nine o'clock. At the, I'm the project manager for diversity, inclusion, and overreach. What am I going to be doing? <laughs> you send hilarious. out uh, emails to the students saying, if you're a black, gay, Hispanic engineering student and your white professor has ever been the least bit mean to you, Please write me an email so I can justify my salary. Or you say, we're having a spaghetti feed this Friday afternoon. Exactly. All right. Uh, (laughs) Then you're accused of ethnic stereotyping of poor Italians. Unbelievable. Um, Got new math guidelines. Uh, I got 100 LA FD, Los Angeles fire fire people. What are you supposed to say? Fire persons? (laughs) Firefighters? Firefighters. uh, Got a hundred firefighters that are, uh, as of today, no longer firefighters. Got a hundred slots open because they didn't get the uh, the vaccine. The oh, there's that sort of crisis all over the country. All over the right country, now. it's going that way. Yeah, a lot of stuff on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't follow sports that closely anymore. I didn't know this. Maybe you did. Tom Brady currently leads the NFL with 34 touchdowns and about 3,800 yards passing through 12 games. He's the young phenom. Currently the best quarterback in the league at age 44? Something like that. 44, 45? Something. I'd say it's something. I watched him the other day. I said, if somebody told me he was a young phenom, I'd say, wow, he's impressive. I never would have guessed he's an old feller. Right. Um, Might he be the greatest physical specimen in human history? I don't know. He uh, needs to, well, you know, he's uh, he needs to be forced to have many children with Giselle. Just to, you know, I'm not going to call them the, the super race or the superhumans or anything, but they're better than me. I recognize that. I'm going through notes I've got here. Uh, came across this tweet yesterday. I thought it was pretty good. When Florida cases were up, it was DeSantis's fault, the governor. Now that blue states' cases are going up, because they are, it's because of anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers. Ah, yes. Of course. So, ignoring the fact that if DeSantis tried to get people to wear more masks and get more vaccinations, they wouldn't have, probably. Right. Um... We have overstated the uh, um, power that governor government has around the pandemic from the very beginning and continue to. Uh, speaking of the pandemic and your money, Americans' pandemic-era excess savings are dwindling for many. 
Apparently, you know, we, we had uh, the highest rate of savings we'd had in many, many, many decades, going back to previous generations because of the pandemic. Well, most of it's spent at this point. We've caught back up. Yeah, I saw a poll the other day, uh, the number of people whose uh, lives are being uh, adversely affected by inflation that's rapidly rising. I think it was, I can't remember, where is that? Uh, causing hardship for 45% of U.S. households and on the rise. I also ran across a a, a, a congressman um, saying that, it, that uh, the Fed cutting back and trying to tamp down the economy is an incredible disservice to the working class right now. They finally got rising wages, and all this talk about inflation is phony, which has got to be out of the, either the guy's just an idiot, or it's got to be out of the school of the Bolsheviks who were going to bring on communism if they had to kill millions of people, because it was better for the workers going forward. So if they had to kill a thousand or a million Cossacks or whatever, they were going to do it. I mean, the idea that, oh, yeah, yeah, your wages will will rise much more quickly than consumer prices. I mean, that's that's a horrific. Why would you say that? You, you claim to be the party of the little man and you're claiming that inflation doesn't affect uh, the, the working poor and the middle class. That's that's insane. I have a buddy. Take away his car keys and commit him against his will. I have a buddy whose theory is that with rising inflation and rising wages, uh, the plan is to get everybody to end up in the so called group of uh, taxpayers that are going to pay for the build back better. So Biden (laughs) says you got to make this much money a year before you're going to, your taxes are going to go up. Well, now they've got plans in place that everybody's, there's going to be enough people's wages rise. That a two household income of two fifty is way more common, right? And they'll be paying the taxes. Exactly. Grossly, grocery grocery store cashiers are going to be making three hundred seventy five thousand dollars a year. <laughs> On the other hand, a house will cost you fifty million. Right. Uh, the Taliban chief just announced a ban on forced marriage of women in Afghanistan. What does that mean? Why did they claim that? Because they think enough people will say, oh, good. I don't believe for a second that that's actually going to happen. Well, there was a bunch of international uh, attention paid to forced marriages of Afghan girls. Tur- turns out CNN went big on this one story. Turns out it was completely fake. Uh, somebody had faked it up, and they, they went for it. Oh, which reminds me. That reminds me. Don Lemon is going to be the next lemon to fall from the tree at CNN. After Cuomo, because not only did he allegedly grope a guy in a in a bar, but he also was calling Jussie Smollett to alert him that the Chicago cops were feeling a little skeptical about his story. And you ought to get in touch with get ahead of that, Jussie. So that's yet one more, you know, obviously wildly uh, unethical act by one of their quote unquote journalists. But once again, I'm I'm with you what you were saying last week. Is this shocking to anybody? I assume that, like, Sean Hannity or whoever else in primetime on Fox works hand-in-glove with some of your top government people on on messaging and all kinds of different things. And I assume the lefties are doing that on the left around their stories. See, that's the thing. That's the disconnect with me. I never looked at Cuomo or Don Lemon as journalists. Not even close. They're, They're entertainers. They're opinion hosts, whatever. And, you know, so I don't... How can you violate journalistic ethics when you're not even close to a journalist but i think cnn's viewers and lefty viewers and think they are journalists but i don't know where does that leave us i don't know but anyway oh speaking of jesse smollett we got to give you some highlights of his trial coming up in a couple of minutes his defense i did not see it coming he took the stand 
right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wish there were cameras. Oh, I wish. Uh, but, yeah, his defense was, uh, well, like I say, I did not see it coming. So stay tuned for that. Did he come off as uh, better than you thought or worse? Uh, well, I didn't see it, of course, because there are no cameras. Yeah. I just had to read it. Uh, I don't, it was just, it was, it was definitely not what I expected. He's, is, hmm. You know, the, uh, the weightlifting Nigerian brothers, whose names I can never remember. Um, hmm. He's claiming that he was very, very close with one of them. I mean, very, very close. Like, and they were snorting coke and mashing and touching each other's wanguses. Like and, they were doing it? Uh, kind, well, they were doing stuff. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That is an interesting wrinkle. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we have some highlights, quote unquote, of that coming up. I want to squeeze two stories in very quickly since we were talking about vaccine mandates and all the LAPD firefighters who were suddenly out of work. A couple of notes from beautiful San Diego, California. San Diego Unified School District's COVID-19 vaccine, man, vaccine mandates for students has been upheld by a federal appears court. So all the kids got to get jabbed to be in school. They got to have their second jab prior to December 20th. That is going to cause a major ruckus. Wow. And the city of San Diego has sent pre-termination letters to what hundreds? Oh, oh, 2,100 employees currently not vaccinated, which is about 15% of their total employment. That's incredible. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. Jesse Smollett, Jesse took the stand yesterday. We'll have a highlights on it. And Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Jesse Smollett and his defense team are trying to systematically discredit both the Chicago Police Department and the Osendaro brothers to create some doubt for the jury. The Osendaro brothers testified that Smollett paid them $3,500 to appear as Trump supporters and beat him, but Smollett insists that money was for personal training. I want you to pose as Trump supporters and beat me. <laughs> it's a hell of a plan. It is. So old Jesse Smollett is getting tried uh, in Chicagoland for uh, hoodwinking the cops and making them spend zillions of dollars on investigating something that never happened, allegedly. And if you've not been following the trial, the testimony just got pretty nutty yesterday. Jesse himself uh, took the stand and made some wild claims, which we'll uh, get to in a moment or two. Uh, first of all, though, Matt Finn of Fox News uh, reminds us of some of the details of it in 31. Smollett testified today that he left his house around 2 a.m. on the night of the attack to go to Walgreens and Subway because Bola Osendaro told Smollett he needed to eat some eggs for his diet. Jesse Smollett also testified that when he was attacked, one of the attackers had pale skin. There was also a security guard that testified earlier today that he flashed a flashlight in the face of a person running away from the Smollett scene in a ski mask who also had white skin. So he's making the claim that these guys weren't the ones that attacked him? Uh, or that only one of them was, but uh, let's uh, before we get to that, let's start with the fact that, yeah, my uh, my trainer buddy told me I need to eat more eggs, so I left my house at two a.m. on a bitterly cold, blizzarding Chicago night uh, to get myself an egg. Oh, and a subway sandwich. Two o'clock in the morning. 
And then they found some security guard somewhere who said, yeah, yeah, I saw a white guy running that night. Uh, you know, somewhere in that neighborhood. Okay. So they're introducing that as, as part of the defense. But that's just, that's the basics, friends. That's just, we're just laying the groundwork before we get into the nitty gritty of the, the testimony. So if indeed the Osandaro brothers beat him down, not because he hired him, but for some different reason, or one of them with a white guy did, it's starting to get a little confusing. Why would that be? He's got to come up with an alternate explanation for the jurors. Well, sure enough, that is taking place, or taking shape, rather, in clip 32. Smollett also testifying that he did have a sexual relationship with one of the Osendaro brothers and that he did occasionally pay Bola Osendaro $200 for cocaine. That goes against what Bola Osendaro testified on the stand last week, saying he's a straight man, he did not have a sexual encounter with Smollett, and that he did typically not take money from Smollett for drugs. Smollett also just testified that he did not call police after the attack because he says as a black man, he does not trust police. So, but he went ahead and wore the noose around his neck for quite some time. So he was sexing up one of those dudes. Well, allegedly, uh, that on a couple of occasions, they'd gone to some sort of bathhouse together, watched a little gay porn, and then uh, at one in one of the occasions, they uh, administered mutual aid to each other. We'll just say that. Um, and that, uh, so allegedly, according to Smollett's defense team, uh, the one Osendaro brother, um, is, uh, is, is in love with Jussie, but was mad or jealous or resentful or something, so decided to whoop up on him. Mm. But they're actually, uh, more than close friends. They've indeed engaged in, uh, in uh, the reindeer games with each other. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, so that's the defense. That's why he beat me up. Yeah, I'd buy coke from him. And, and he's saying this all uh, on the stand in front of his mom and everything, that the, the sexual hijinks and the drugs and the rest of it. And, and I never hired these guys. If they're in some store on video buying MAGA hats, what does that got to do with me? Well, I doubt he's too worried about what his mom thinks. I mean, because if he's found guilty of this, he's ruined, right? Uh, probably, yeah. He'll be a laughingstock. Although there is a quadrant of American society that will believe him no matter what happens. Well, I don't even mean that, though, but he'll be ruined financially. He'll be on the hook for all the investigative money and everything like that. They'll probably bleed him dry of money. It'll be extremely expensive, although you can get that sort of stuff held up in court for a long time. Mm. I don't know the exact particulars of that, but you're right. Do you you're feel right. like he helped himself yesterday in terms of uh, the jury having enough reasonable doubt to not convict him? Well, I heard a couple of uh, legal experts say, and, you know, they stated what is semi-obvious. All they have to do is give an alternate explanation that one juror buys. And that juror says, no, nah, I don't believe he hired him. I think that it was the gay thing. Uh-huh. And they get a hung jury, and maybe this, the city or the county, whoever's uh, prosecuting him, decides, nah, I don't want to go through all this again. Which they you know? might. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Uh, but finally, just because it's enjoyable, this is uh, Jussie. Uh, back in 2019, not too long after it happened, responding to people saying, hey, your story stinks. It's, <laughs> it's wildly unrealistic, and we don't believe you in clip 33. If I had said it was a Muslim or a Mexican or someone black, I feel like the doubters would have supported me a lot much more, a lot more. And that says a lot about the place that we are in our country right now. The fact that we have these fear mongrels, these people that are trying to separate us and 
it's just not okay. So this hypothetical you've thrown out that if it was a Mexican guy, people wouldn't be doubting me. That just shows you where we are as a country. Well, if your hypothetical were true, I suppose that might say something about something, but it's not. You can't, you know, if... I don't. I didn't want to throw things out there. It's it's too dangerous. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's a bizarre thing thing to say. Did he and call? Did he call people fear mongrels? He said fear mongrels. We have yeah. these fear mongrels. Yeah. Hmm. Puppy mills churning out fear mongrels. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Good luck. I, I think it is utter. It's it's definitely possible. He finds Adger. Yeah, who believes. So. I would agree. Yep. Um, this could be good news. Taking Viagra. Cuts the risk of Alzheimer's by up to 69%. Done. <clears throat> Giggity. So a quick word from our friends at CarShield before we get to that. Uh, it's the it's number one auto protection company in America. They've helped over one million drivers. The deal is, instead of you getting stuck with an expensive, time-consuming repair with all sorts of paperwork, CarShield's administrators handle the paperwork and expensive payments so you don't have to. You still get to choose the mechanic that does the work, and then they take care of the rest, all the paperwork and everything like that. Plans through CarShield even provide coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental coverage, trip reimbursement, all at no additional charge. And they've got plans for whether your car is, you know, worth a lot or a little. Got 5,000 miles on it or 150,000 miles. It's a month-to-month coverage option. Month-to-month. And that's why they're America's number one auto protection company. CarShield is the best defense against costly repairs. Put the deep freeze on you this winter. Visit carshield.com slash Armstrong to save 10%. That's carshield.com slash Armstrong. A deductible may apply, but it may not. Carshield.com slash Armstrong. So dementia is kind of a catch-all term for your mind not working as well as it used to when you're older. And then there are different particular diseases involved if you want to get more specific. Mm -hmm. Two out of three cases of dementia are Alzheimer's. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was that common. Two yeah. out of three. Um, and we all know how horrible that uh, is or can be. Experts analyzed 7.2 million U.S. adults and found regular users of Viagra had a 69% lower chance of being diagnosed with Alzheimer's over the last six years. So that could be a really big deal if they can do some sort of you know replication of that and figure this out. This study what's isn't going on. brought to us by Trojan condoms or something, is it? Uh, no, it's from a real publication. Okay. All right. You know, Viagra is amazing, not for the obvious reason, but it was originally a baldness drug, right? I thought it was a blood pressure medicine. No, probably not. That's baldness it, drug. It's I think unrelated you're right. to having, uh, you know, a Woodrow. Right. An erection. Let's let's grow up around here. Come on, everybody. Let's take a hard look at ourselves. Grow up. It's uh, The word is an erection. <laughs> There's no need for Woodrow or full staff or... Any of your idiotic terms. All right. Um, They're going to have to do more experiments, obviously, to figure out that out. But that would be a huge, huge deal. Standing at attention is unnecessary. Resort to idiotic euphemisms. As far as I know, there's no downside to taking Viagra. So there you go. Might just be the common thing everybody takes in the future, all males. (laughs) Or maybe women take it, too. I don't know. I don't know that. Ask your doctor if you're healthy enough for sexual activity. Then if they'll have you have sex with them. With me, I meant. Is it okay if I have sexual activity with you? I'm sorry if I was not clear. (laughs) I wasn't just meaning in general. I mean with you, doctor. That whole lab coat thing, just, I don't know. I got a thing for lab coats.
Steph the way you sweep into the room after I've been waiting 45 minutes and don't look me in the eye and type the whole thing. It just type the whole time. It just it turns me on. Um, I don't want to do that. That's a downer. I'm looking at stories I have. Maybe I'll do this next. On this, the anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor, the 80-year anniversary of Pearl Harbor. They didn't use kamikazes in that attack, but the Japanese uh, resorted to kamikazes later in the war was a very difficult um, attack to stop. It's kind of a new idea. Well, how about kamikaze drones? This new weapon brings power and peril to the U.S. military. This is an interesting article. We're going to start doing that, I guess, as a way to attack people. Among other things we've got coming up, Chris Cuomo is going to sue CNN for $12.5 million or something like that. No oh Wrongful dismissal. A uh, bunch of stuff on the way. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Dominant narrative in America is white people are evil, white people suck, we should be ashamed of ourselves, and I don't think we should be ashamed of ourselves. I think that we should take responsibility for the system that we've created. Best system in the world? We do not have the best system Who in the world. Who has a better system? <laughs> there are many European countries that have are much better off. Oh, than you us. mean like the European countries with a higher density of whites, like Northern Europe? <laughs> uh, that's one way to phrase it, I guess. You don't mean Turkey? No. <laughs> You don't mean Eastern Europe no. with the communists. So the only time you can come up with a system that's better than America, it's a country that's more white than America. I don't I, understand. I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> that's a pretty darn good point, because uh, the, the countries that are held out as clearly better than America are always your practically monochromatic uh, countries over there. Right. And, you know, the fact that they're white, I don't think is the key point, since I don't believe that there's any race that's inferior or superior than any other. But um, well, it's a pretty good response are... to the whites are automatically evil to say, well, you're oh. holding up as the best countries, countries that are more white than us. Oh, 100 percent. Absolutely. It's a great counter argument to her argument. But, you know, more to the point, they're racially, ethnically, uh, religiously homogenous. That's why they agree on so much. And they can uh, institute a system that, depending on which country, was at least temporarily fairly socialisty because everybody agreed on, like, all the ethical questions involved. That's extremely hard to get going, especially in an ethnically and, uh, you know, every other way diverse country. They also, a big one. They also tax the hell out of the middle class to pay for their uh, their unbelievable social social safety net and what you get and whether you get it at all is in the hand of bureaucrats so get your hand out and start begging anyway speaking of social policy uh the biden administration has revived the remain in mexico policy instituted by the monstrous trump administration you may recall that trump announcing at the time remain in mexico will reduce reduce the number of aliens taking advantage of u.s law and discourage false asylum claim 
claims aliens will not be permitted to disappear into the U.S. before a court issues a final decision on whether they will be admitted and provided protection under U.S. law. Instead, they will wait, uh, await a determination in Mexico and receive appropriate humanitarian protections there, which strikes me as a perfectly reasonable policy, given especially the U.N. Charter on Refugees, which says you have to apply to refugee status in the first country you come to. You can't pass through three and then go to your favorite one. So the Trump administration just wanted to uphold the law, just both federal and international. Biden administration's new policy was, no, 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 come on in, we'll turn you loose, and maybe someday you have a hearing. And a federal judge in Texas said, no, 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 you can't unilaterally do that. You reinstitute that policy. So at least temporarily, folks are going to have to cool their heels in Mexico again, which is good. The Biden administration is uh, hemming and hawing and saying, well, no, no, it's not the same. We're going to have more uh, uh, cushy accommodations for the folks that they wait in Mexico. Yeah, Biden said a lot of really mean, tough things about uh, Trump and that policy when he was running for president, Biden. And during one of the debates, really made a point of how awful it was. And now the Biden administration is going to do it themselves because what else are you going to do? Well, right. Well, and a judge said they have to because Texas and Missouri in particular demonstrated that they were being done damage by the current policy and it hadn't gone through proper channels. Um, you know, and, and it is a tough go to sit there in Juarez City or whatever people are, are, are sitting waiting for their refugee hearing. But the point was to disincentivize people from coming to the border and pouring across by the millions. Duh. That was deliberate. Of course, everybody agrees on, virtually everybody agrees on all this stuff, except for the intelligentsia in the media and a handful of politicians and activists. It's amazing that they get as much noise as they do. So, Omicron's been around for a couple of weeks. We were told when it first hit, it'll take a couple of weeks to figure out how dangerous it is. Well, it's been a couple of weeks. What do we know? Omicron is fast-moving, but perhaps less severe, the early reports suggest. This is from the New York Times. Researchers in South Africa, where the variant has been around for a couple of weeks, uh, the variant is spreading incredibly quickly, but they sh- they're still going with the causes less severe COVID cases than other forms of the virus. Uh, they don't know if this will hold up, but that, you know, we told you a couple of weeks ago, we'd known a couple of weeks. Well, that's what they know so far. The early evidence is, as was the early, early evidence, that uh, this will be less severe even though it spreads incredibly easy well and this is the this could be the giant leap forward into endemic as opposed to pandemic right. where the COVID is just part of life it's always around it's like the flu it's like the cold it's like a hundred other minor diseases that isn't particularly troublesome unless you have a compromised immune system or whatever it will always be here and it's present justify its presence justifies no draconian policies and lockdowns we're already at that point to me. I mean, we're way beyond it. Anybody who wants the jab has gotten the jab. Anybody who's made the personal decision not to is fine. I don't pre- feel particularly threatened by unvaccinated people as opposed to vaccinated people who can carry the bastard for a while anyway. So th- just back to life in, in all regards. Researchers at a major hospital complex in Pretoria, South Africa, reported that their patients with the coronavirus are much less sick than those they've treated before, and that other hospitals are seeing the same trends. In fact, they said most of the infected patients were admitted for other reasons and have no COVID symptoms. So it's one of those, they found out you had the Omicron because they tested you, but that's not why you went to the hospital. You went like I did for my gallbladder or something. 
Sure, or broken leg or sinus infection or whatever. Yeah, it is amazing how this thing spreads. It's already it's only been around for a couple of weeks. It's been detected in more than thirty countries on six continents. That's amazing. That anything can be that contagious. Oh yeah, it's it's mind boggling. But you know, if it is indeed the ever present yet mild variant, which will lead because of the trend among vaccines, the way they evolve, to even more mild variants. Great, fine. Stop talking about it. Let's get back to our lives. Open up the schools. Open up the economy. Quit demanding a firefighters get jabbed if they don't want to. So I didn't watch Monday. How, night. how many outbreaks have you heard traced to some COVID-ridden firefighter? who charged in to save a guy having a heart attack or a building on fire right. and spread the Chinese bat fever all around. It's, it's, it's a fantasy. It doesn't happen. I didn't watch Monday Night Football last night, did you? I watched a chunk of it, but I had other responsibilities. It was crazy windy. Because it was so windy, the Patriots threw a total of three passes to beat the Buffalo Bills. Three yep. total passes in an era where you throw the ball 60 times a game regularly. Oh, that's right. That was the other reason I didn't watch much. I tuned in right before halftime, and uh, the, the the sideline reporter gal was talking to some guy, and her hair was just going sideways. <laughs> so, yeah, it looked horrendous, but it would have been fun to watch, I guess. It would have been like football when we were kids. Three, three yards and a cloud of dust. Lots of run, 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 punt, run, 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 punt. Ooh. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh-huh. Get, getting all of that stupid passing and the... the the circus out of the game. Get back to basics. Oh, and the scoring and that. Oh, yeah, who needs I that? Hate the scoring. <laughs> if you miss an hour of the show, you can grab the podcast. It's pretty easy. Anywhere your podcasts are uh, sold or given away, uh, or you can go to armstrongandgetty.com. That's a good idea. Get the podcast there. Armstrong and Getty.